Yeah. Hey, by the way, Mike, this mm. is episode 101. So off what? the top of your head, what are some laws of, of profit 101? If this was a college class, one, profit oh, 101. I see what you did there. Yeah, profit 101. What Take is Take your profit first. That's the f- number That's rule. That's it. Yeah. Here's another 101. <laughs> Revenue is vanity. Profit is sanity. That's 101. Dude. Hmm. Brilliant. Thank you. Well, that one I borrowed from someone else. Oh. AKA stole it blatantly. <laughs> <laughs> you want to credit them or no? Uh, I, I don't know who did. I think it was Vern Harnish who I heard it from, but he stole it from someone else. So, you know, it, it kind of goes in a cycle or a circle. So the first person that steals it is a thief. The next one is like a borrower. And the, the third one's an originator. So I consider <laughs> if I'm the third or fourth guy down the pike, I originated it again. <laughs> there you go. Well, we're going to go much deeper than Profit 101 in this episode. This is the Profit First Podcast, episode one. Oh, one. Mm. One. Yeah. Boom. Bam. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yabba-dabba-doo. Uh-oh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, Welcome, everyone, God. to the Profit First Podcast. Yes, we're having a party. We have a party a couple times a week. You should join us on a regular basis. I know. Especially we're, we're celebrating... Juno de Cinco or Cinco de Juno. Cinco de Juno. Oh, it's so backwards. Yeah. Which I believe is Sunday, but you, we'll have to do it yeah, Monday. Yeah, right. <laughs> you forgot the drink on May 5th, so now you're moving it to June's 5th. Great. And it's not even Juno. It's Junio. Junio. Yeah, Junio. Junio. Yeah. So this is the Profit First Podcast, and I am Chris Kern, the founder of Faractal Recording. And I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author yeah. of Profit First and the new book. Do you, do you have Surge yet? That's my newest book. It's out there Surge. in every bookstore on this planet. Or Amazon. Surge. Which is every bookstore on the planet. And uh, I'm joined in the studio by Christina Bulldog. Hey there. And you are listening to the Private First Podcast. This is the show where we explore all vantage points of profitability. And uh, today's nothing uh, out of the ordinary. We're going to go into a very unique investigation around profit. We're going to talk about how to deliver joy and how that turns into money. There you go. So revenue might be in style, but profit is around for a long while. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Boom. Drop the microphone. Dude, cut the show. We're done. Killing <laughs> it. Yeah, this is the Profit First Podcast. So if you haven't heard us yet, we interview a great guest and we get into some various topics. around. It's all around profit. It's about making you more profitable, your business more profitable and sustainable. And then afterwards, uh, Mike and Christina and I, we give our takeaways of what we learned. Uh, and you can give your takeaways. Here's how. Go to ProfitFirstPodcast.com and go to the, the post for this episode, 101. You can comment on the post and tell us your story. Give us uh, any questions. You want to ask the Prince of Profit some questions? He's right here. Just ask. He'll answer. Oh, yeah, I like <laughs> it. I don't know if I like Prince of Profit. It sounds too arrogant. Maybe the pimp of... No, no pimp is worse. Oh, Are the, you kidding? The pimp of Profit. Oh, jeez. The... Uh, well, think of a P word. What? Pimping ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy. According what? to Obi Ron. Obi Ron in the background. Easy. He's got like six phones on. He's pimping right now. He's got yes. phones in every ear. He's texting somebody, and he's listening to the show. So you can listen to our show on iTunes and Google Play and uh, TuneIn Radio as well. And anywhere you listen Stitcher, to the podcast, Stitcher, dude, don't forget Stitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher, yeah, yeah. They might be. Well, I don't know. I don't know how I they're know doing. The other issues. Anyway. They, they, <laughs> we could think of him on the show. We could help them out. You know. I know. Well, I interviewed Noah Shannick, but since he, he has since sold Stitcher to Deezer. 
This was a while mm. ago, like more than a year ago. Mm. They're still going. They'll be fine. But you know what? I use Podcast Addict on my Android, and there you go. So you can binge listen to our show whenever you want. Mm. Dude, so we've been up to about. You know, I have been really getting into coffee and tea, and mm. I'm not Dave, becoming a that? I'm not becoming a snob, but I really just I buy this really good tea from one of one of my friends in Connecticut. She's Chinese. She imports tea from China, and it's like high end. This is like the really awesome tea. And now I just that's what I I bought like two hundred dollars worth, and I'm just drinking it. And coffee. I found this local coffee place that roasts their own beans, and 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 I got a French press. So, dude, I'm just going coffee and tea in high style these days. So it's funny. Our neighbor uh, is also really into tea, and I told her about what you're doing. And I said, "Would you, Chris, spends two hundred dollars on tea? Would you do the same?" Oh hell no! That's what she said. <laughs> She's smart. She I didn't know Wheezy in. lived next door to you. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like Wheezy, doesn't it? What have you been up to, Mike? Um, talking about my neighbor, I went. Well, you know, we exercise together regularly. It's good to have an exercise partner. So I was preparing for a five mile run. I went to Spring Lake, and my goal. I don't know if you're a runner listening to this, like if this makes sense, but I was trying to do five miles in under 40 minutes. That's an eight minute mile. That's for me, that's not easy. 47 minutes. Last year I did 42. The year before that 45 is like, this is the year I break the 40 minute mile. It was so stinking hot. It was like 96 degrees in the morning when we were running. We start running at 830, 96 degrees by 930 that morning. Oh, it was so hot. I literally stopped three times to walk oh and get gosh. some water. Yeah, That's so disgusting. I failed. Gross. <laughs> As my brother used to say when we used to be roofing in that kind of weather, he'd say, "It is putrid outside." <laughs> putrid. That oh. was what, it. Was putrid. It was putrid. It was putrid. Um, Word of the day. Oh, I want to thank our corporate partners um, first, and I want to introduce our guests. Is that cool? I love it. Okay, love them. I want to thank Receipt Bank. You know why? Why? Because they're awesome. Yeah. You know who else I want to thank? Fund box. You know why? They're awesome. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're awesome. <laughs> all right, we're gonna hang in this uh, dude all together group. I want to thank Nextiva. You know why? Because they're, they're awesome. awesome. Yes, and you. I want to thank Fundera. You know why? Yeah. Oh they're yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yes. We'll give you more details on these awesome companies in a little bit. His name is Kirby Hasselman. You know we've been. <laughs> I don't know. I was, gonna make a, I was gonna make a total bullshit story. He's like waiting how, to be corrected. Yeah. His name is Kirby Hossman. He is an entrepreneur, speaker, husband, and father. In that order, by the way. Um, I don't know if he started his career in that order, Christina. I'm just saying, yes, like, you I know, you. I assume husband <laughs> and forefather, but I don't know. I don't know. He's the owner of Hossman Marketing and hosts a weekly web show that's way better than this one called Delivering, <laughs> Delivering Marketing Joy. And we connected around one of his books. And I go, hey, Kirby, I go, how do you, how do you make a business more profitable? And he says, it's real simple, pal. You deliver joy. And uh, I'm like, no, no, but how do you make it profitable? He's like, because you, you do it by delivering joy. And I was like, okay, you got to come on the show and tell me how to do this. So, uh, Kirby, welcome to the show. Oh, man. Thank you so much. What a what an intro. Yeah, and, and you can see how well organized we are by not <laughs> asking how to pronounce your name before we get started, oh. but doing it in the middle of the show. <laughs> no, that's an awesome intro, man. I really appreciate it. It's almost like I wrote it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks, brother. <laughs> So here's the big question for you. You you yeah. say that delivering joy actually increases profitability, and that seems like the antithesis. It, it's about just burn and churn, make money. How can delivering joy actually improve profitability? I think it's really, you know, I think any successful business stands out. 
And unfortunately, I think 90% of what we see in the world today is negative. And so True. if you run a joyful business, you know, it's really stands out to people. People want to be involved with people that make them smile, make them feel good. And um, I've found that the best way to build a business that lasts more than six months is to A, stand out in the marketplace and B, make people feel good about doing business with you. And um, that's one of those things that's kind of rallied around our deal because you know, essentially the entire business is built around, okay, we got to make sure that this part of the process is still fun. Um, and when you do that, when you make it joyful for someone to actually pay their bill, that will help you become profitable. Okay. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> joyful to pay the bill. Like that mm -hmm. seems like an oxymoron. That's like a jumbo <laughs> shrimp. How, <laughs> how can you make someone joyful in paying their bill? No, it, 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 it's fair. That's a fair pushback. And I think what, what, um, Really, it's about creating a process where it's it's a pleasure to do business with you all the way through. Mm. I think a lot of organizations get really good at the sales process, and they make you feel really good on the front end. But at the end of the day, you got to deliver the product. It's actually you know one of the reasons that we invoice after we've delivered the product because we always feel like if we've done our job right, when you open up whatever we've delivered to you, it's a little piece of Christmas morning. And once you do that, and if every stage of the process has been fun that far through, then, okay, maybe it's not joyful to pay the bill, but it doesn't make you mad. Yeah, either. I got you. Mm. Okay. So happy customer, you know, happy client, happy business. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But how do we start establishing this? I mean, in our example, we have an established business here, and uh, quite frankly, it's murderous to work here. It's, it's not <laughs> so joyous. All those whippings. <laughs> Well, yeah, it. whippings. It's literally. It's a. I think it's hundred degrees. It's, it's grueling. It's gruelingly. It's it's putrid right now. <laughs> <laughs> how um, how do you take a company that maybe is the most joyful company at the moment and make it joyful? I know. I know. I'll tell you this. I know a ping pong table is not the way to do it. No, no. It's you know. I think. Um, I guess the first place I would start, honestly, Mike, is I think that we have moved into what I call a give first economy. And one of the ways to be joyful, I think, is to provide value before you're trying to sell something. And so by giving first, by providing value, whether that's through um, – whether it's through relevant articles, whether it's through um, sending cards, whether it's through actually calling somebody and thanking them for their business, you create a culture around appreciation, quite frankly. Because again, so many times, so many businesses, though profit's important, we can't just be transactional. And I think that when you create a culture around being having fun and being joyful, that translates. Maybe it's not the ping pong table, but when your employees are having fun, as you guys so so much sound like you are, you know people mm. want to be a part of that. And so mm. um, when you're like again, our accounts receivable person <laughs> in our our um, company is one of the most fun persons to talk to in our organization because really? she's huh. bubbly, she's laughing, and we work on that. We hire that way. We, you know, they always say hire on personality and then train the skill. I totally believe mm. in that because. And one of the things I've said is I, I don't want to build a business that I don't want to come to work to. And, you know, it kind of starts from there. And when you get good people who are having fun at what they do, I think that's the way to, to do that. But to be this fun company, does that also 
push away some prospects? Do, do some people say, "Listen, these mm. people, it's just they're, it's they're clowning around. <laughs> they should go on yeah. the Profit First podcast with Mike McCallow. Isn't that idiot?" <laughs> I mean, do some companies say, "We just want serious"? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to do all mm, that. So point. that works. That works <laughs> great. Um, you know, <laughs> well, I mean, really, because I I think everybody, if a client is looking at me and they're trying to say, well, this person over here will sell this to me for 79 cents. You want what? You know know what I mean? If they're all about the pennies, every single piece of it's about the pennies, it's not about delivering, it's not about the value added, it's not about the things that we provide, well, then they're probably not going to be a great client for us long term anyway. And so there's no way we're going to be able to do what we do profitably. Um, The people who really embrace who we are are the Mm -hmm. ones who are willing to to pay for our services. So... Okay. Now, where does delivering joy and delivering happiness, where where does that start? Is it within your own company? You have to build a team like this? Or is it procedural? How do you get started on this process? Yeah, that's actually, that's a really good question. I think, you know, let's put it this way. Let me start by saying I didn't do it purposefully. I think now we do it intentionally and purposefully, but I think when we started, I just said, hey, I want to I hire people who are fun. Um, and then once we saw that people – that resonated with people, now we did that through content creation, social media, and showing our authentic personality. Um, then it now we, now we do it intentionally. So, for example, one of the things that we believe in doing is creating fun videos around the office. Mm. Um, and we are self-deprecating. We are silly. And now, does, does that actually sell us anything? I think you could make the argument it probably does, but it's hard to track. Mm. But what I'll say is it resonates with our audience so strongly that people call us, they see us on the street, they, you know, they're like, you know, you guys are just different. And by, like, but it's, it's who we are. You know what I mean? Right, so it's all, it you is have authentic. to be authentic with it. Yeah, it, you have to be authentic because if you're staunchy and 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 try to do a silly rock video, it it, it comes off as cheesy as it sounds. But if it's if it's who you are, um, then I think it does work. Uh, can I can I give you a quick example? Yeah, of course. That's what the whole idea is. Lay it on us. Yeah. So 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 when we we were in a, an office and we got to a point where look we we outgrew it, um, and so we had people who uh, we hadn't done a fun video in a while. And we had people who wanted to see our facility who are our clients who weren't close by. So we did a music video <laughs> to Walking on Sunshine. Hmm. And when you, if you ever get a chance to see the video, we literally didn't edit the entire thing. It was one continuous shot all the way, started walking down the street in my, my hometown. And we, we walked through the front door. We walked in every single person in our um, company was on the video mm, cool. and it walked all the way through the building so it was like a a tour it was silly it was fun and it accomplished a um you know the goal of trying to get people to see what we were doing but it also did it in a fun way and i think generally speaking the people who get you and get your culture and and want to be about something like that they totally get that and appreciate it that's cool now can you overdo it and, and let me just let me share a story. Like, like we could all dress up as Bozo the Clown here. <laughs> Christina's got that big flower on her lapel that when you look, it squirts water in your eye and, you know, waka waka. <laughs> I mean, can we go over the top on Joy? 
Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, again, I think a part of it's about authenticity. We talked about that earlier, mm -hmm. right? If that's not who you are, then that's one of the ways to go mm. over the top. But I think one of the pieces, and I, I, I started to talk about this earlier, is really it's about giving, right? It's about whether it's relevant information, whether it's about relevant content, or wh whether it's just about showing appreciation, mm -hmm. right? I, th that d gets done so little these days that, you know, that's one of the ways you can be joyful. You can be joyful in your appreciation for customers. One, one of my favorite statistics in business, it's both my favorite and most scary, is that studies show 69% of your customers that leave you, leave you because of perceived indifference. So they leave you because they don't think you care. Mm. And so you want to be joyful? Say thank you. You know, I, I always say the first two things with good, that good parents teach you is to say please and thank you, right? <laughs> you get tired of hearing please. Oh, yeah. But you, you never get tired of hearing thank you. And that's true of your customers, too. So joyful doesn't necessarily mean clowning around, but maybe if that's who right. you are. It just means authentically yourself and, and it sounds like caring for the other guy. Yeah, and creating a frictionless process. I mean, joy, being joyful to do business with us, like you, you kind of alluded to earlier, nobody wants to write the big check. Right. But if the entire process has been really painless and you've worked so that the entire way through the sales process, nobody felt like they were forcing you, they made it, you know, as we weren't selling you, we were serving you. If, you know, you get through the entire process and at the end, that's when it, the entire process is joyful because you have made it frictionless and easy. And when you do that for customers again and again, you become profitable. Yeah. So let's talk about the bottom line. How mm -hmm. does this affect the profitability? How does this affect the money side of business? Well, I think it really helps the, the, it because it, customers aren't one-time customers. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, so many times you hear about how much more it costs to gain a new customer right. than it does to actually resell the customers you already have. Well, the way to sell customers you already have is to show them appreciation and joy. Um, and I mean, that's how it affects our bottom line. Our customers, when we start a new year, we don't, I don't really feel like we start at zero. We know, even though we're not a subscription base, even though we're not, you know, we're not guaranteed anything, but I'm very confident that our customers are coming back because they really enjoy doing business with us. Hey, um, Kirby, I wanted to ask you about um, the, a little more nuts and bolts wise of the business, like yeah. as far as sales and you know managing accounts. Like, I mean, we know we have to sell a certain amount, and there's revenue, mm -hmm. and that we can figure out profit and all that. But um, as far as the presentation. How do you do you in the presentation phase, either in sales or account management, how are you presenting things to your prospects or clients that makes the process more joyful? Mm, that's that's a super good question. So, um, you know, we are a big piece of our business is uh, product based business. OK. Um, and so but we're in a uh, an industry where there are a ton, a ton, a ton of people who do what we do. That's the biggest challenge is that just about anybody can can get you an imprinted pencil, right? Um, so we focus, the way we make it joyful, I think, is we focus on not just showing you a catalog, not just showing you what everybody else can show you, but showing you not only samples of said product, but actually going to the effort of designing it, laying it out, um, doing kind of what we call virtual so you can see what it's going to look like and thinking through the entire process so that you're not, again, 
this doesn't matter industry. You're going to whoever, you know, your customer, your prospect and trying to solve a problem for them at, at the end of the day, right? And so if you can kind of make them look good to their boss by doing some of their homework for them, that's what we try to do. We try to say, look, here's, here's you'd, you've told us what you want to spend, but here is what it actually is. Here's what it will look like and taking all the questions away so that they can feel like they're in control of the process. And I think that's super important regardless of what industry you're in. I think, you know, Christine, we experienced that here. Absolutely. You were, um, you would get new t-shirts, the Profit First t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and you found a company that you love. They, they happen to be near your home. Yep. And you love them. Didn't they go above and beyond what the other companies were doing? Customer service was amazing. And, and he, was, mm. he wasn't hesitant when I asked if there was something that he could do for us as far as price-wise. Um, their quality was excellent, too. And he was mm. just, he was so easy to work with. Yeah, and, and he also gave samples because I remember you yeah. coming in and you're like, hey, check out this t-shirt. What do you think? Yeah. What about these materials? Mm. What about the colors? You looked yeah. good by working with yeah. this guy. Mm -hmm. I think that's exactly what you're saying, right, Kirby? Yeah, it's exactly what I'm saying. And, you know, the best people, and I'm sure this is what this gentleman did, is he kind of lays it out so you can see and touch and feel. You become so much more educated in the process. And, again, this is across industries, right? Anytime that you can arm the person who's either making this decision or helping the person make the decision with information, you're making the process more joyful for them because they get to look good. At the end of the day, that's what they want, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But what about the risk, Kirby? So I, I see these T-shirts that she made up, and I'm like, it's kind of expensive. We should look elsewhere. Now, we mm -hmm. stayed with them, but how do you navigate that? When you do all this upfront work, you deliver. it's a joyful experience. Now they have mm -hmm. the end prototype, if you will. They could walk out the door and go somewhere else to a competitor and get... Oh, absolutely. So how do you manage that threat? It's so funny you say that. I actually had a salesperson in my office. And, and at the end of the day, it happens. Right. It, it, it just does. And so what I have found, and I always talk about the cost... From the customer or from the customer's perspective, the cost of bidding me out, the cost of 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 kind of taking my idea and going someplace else on that particular transaction, it doesn't cost me. It, it costs me a lot. It costs the customer nothing. But in the terms of long term, what they've done is just shown me who they are as a long term customer, and I don't want to deal with somebody like mm. that. What it's cost yeah. them, what it's cost them is that a person who will have the integrity to do all those things won't continually do all those things for you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you hang somebody out to dry, they're going to stop doing you favors. Like I, that has happened to me personally where somebody's like, well, th this is a really good idea. I'm going to show, get three other people to bid you out by a quarter. Okay. It won't happen again. And yeah, it, yeah, it hurts in the moment. But I, what I've always said is there's plenty of business out there if I keep hustling and the people who do that to me, I don't want to do business long term anyway with. Mm, that's yeah. the old, you know, cross me once, shame on you. Cross me yeah. twice, shame on me. Um, yeah, and I do. I do a lot but with the handshake. And does that burn me sometimes? Yes. But I want to do business with people who are willing to do business on a handshake. That's who I think my style resonates with. And that's the kind of person I want to build a long-term relationship with. Yeah, interesting. Now, because you're delivering joy, I, I understand it much better now. Um, as you're <laughs> delivering this, it sounds like you can dictate a premium that, after you mm -hmm. give away all this value, you can actually charge a premium. Is that true? To a degree, right? Um, I, I think um, it, it, I think the rule of reciprocity really does exist. Um, when you provide value over and over, people do want to do business with you. But at the end of the day, I have to be fair. Um, right. 
And so, so I have to be in line with the marketplace. What I would say though, is people are willing to pay for additional services, right? So maybe you want to do a, a t-shirt, but you're like, okay, I really want to do that cool t-shirt, but I want, I don't want to just throw my logo on there. I want to have a cool design. Well, they might be willing to pay for design work, which is an additional service or, you know, long down the road, they may want to do video or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, and, and I also say, look, if my goal is to create the 20 year customer, I'm going to make a fair margin on you for 20 years. Mm. It's not about the one transaction. Mm. Mm. You know, it's interesting. We have a designer here, Liz Dobrinsko, yeah. who we work with. We've, I've worked with her now 15 years. And in the mm -hmm. beginning, she, Kirby, I think she read your books because she was doing, <laughs> <laughs> she was doing exactly this. She would go out of her way to help me. But still, in the beginning stages, I was like, well, I really don't know her, but she's really going out of the way. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. And I always approached her first. I did shop mm -hmm. it out a little bit in the beginning. And she was competitive, but she wasn't the best price. But she was so helpful, I said, I'm going to go with her. After that mm -hmm. day, for the next 14 years, I've worked with her exclusively. I don't consider anybody. But I'll tell you one exactly. thing she's done. And I, I hear this in your story, too. There's one time she did a project. And it was just recently. She says, you know what? That project, I actually overcharged you. Um it was way more efficient than we expected. It would cost us a lot less on our side, and we're refunding you a good portion of the money. Huh. And it, that was the <laughs> ultimate reciprocity. I'm like, oh my God, Liz. I, yeah. I'm faithful. So, you will never forget that. Never. Never. So it sounds <laughs> yeah. like you uh, do the same thing that delivering joy isn't just up front, it sounds like it's throughout and even at the conclusion of a relationship. It's so funny that you say that because one of the things I'm most proud of, and we have a video side that we do video work as well, and I tell people we've been doing it for 11 years. I've literally never gone over a quote, not one time. Now, mm. now you know, <laughs> have I in time? Have I in effort? Yeah, but yeah. I want to be able to say to new prospects because here's the thing. Everybody always goes over. Not always, but it's like building a house, right? right? There's always additional stuff. There's always – but when I can say to the person, look – it, here's the here's the budget, and I usually give a range to at least give myself a yeah. little wiggle. But I'm like, I promise you, that's as high as it's going to be. In 11 years, I've never gone over. People are like, oh, well, that's kind of nice to know. And it, again, it it and you know, as to to your point, often I'll come in on the lower end or I'll come in under budget. People remember that. Yeah, yeah, and that that's where you win their trust uh, and well yeah, deserved. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it sounds like it's a you see profit as a long-term play. This isn't a, a quick mm -hmm. in and out, but by delivering joy, what I'm hearing is that profit just plays out over a long extended period of time. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's totally accurate. I mean, it's just like a relationship, right? I mean, at, at the end of the day, people still do buy from people they like, know, and trust. Yeah. I want to, you know, and I want to provide them so much value on the front end that, that you know, maybe I don't make as much I, like, as I could on our first transaction. But if I make it so painless for them and so easy, just like your designer did, then, you know, 15 years over a period of time, that's a, that's a pretty good customer. And the profit, you know, obviously you have to sell at the right margin. You have to be smart about, um, you know, your expenses. But if you sell at the right margin and you take care of people for a long period of time, the profit will take care of itself. Yeah. It does sound like a relationship. It does not sound like my marriage because my wife, <laughs> oh. I whined and dined the living hell out of her. I spent every penny I had to get a ring on her finger. And the second one was done, I'm like, I'm not taking you out for dinner. We can't afford that. Oh my gosh. So uh, 
Hey, Kirby, um, I want everyone listening to this show to buy both your books, Delivering Marketing Joy and Fan of Happy, uh, a book that your daughter actually helped you with. Could you share where folks can get those books and find out more about you? Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, if you if you head to kirbyhossaman.com, that's probably the easiest place to find content, uh, information about the books, speaking, and all that sort of thing. But yeah, I, w- I would love it if they would all check right. those out. Also. So they can go to kirbyhossaman.com. We'll have that in the show notes. Can they pick up your books on Amazon, bookstores? Yes. Yes, okay. Amazon uh, is the best place to find me. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's where you can get it. All right, everyone. You just heard it. Go get Delivering Marketing Joy and... Kirby's latest book, Fan of Happy. They're both available on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. And of course, Kirby Hasselman is the website to visit. Kirby, thanks so much for joining us for this episode. Oh, so much fun. Thank you so much. Thank right. you. We'll see you. Thanks, Kirby. Great job, man. All right. So, you know the routine, Chris. In a minute, we're going to recap what we learned. Um, we're going to do a little fun stuff. Yes. And then, first, though, we're going to thank our corporate partners. Yes. And I want to punch you once for episode one. Oh, punch me in the face. Oh, God, that was right in my face. Okay. Um, he enjoyed that. I did kind of like that. Well, you're the, you, know, you have a fly swatter, Christina. I'm oh, jealous. I do. I right haven't here. hit him yet. Yeah. yeah. No, whoa, whoa. Ow. Keep it handy. Nice. I thought you... No, that's... He's going to start tapping. Now I feel like a sissy boy. No, I feel bad. No, now I feel like a sissy boy. I hit him with the metal by accident. She, first of all, she starts whacking me, but it looks like she's going to go to my privates. My hand was in the right spot. I put my hand up. She whacks me. Nice. And then she felt bad, and then she starts like tapping me like a sissy boy. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The splat. Sorry. The splat thing. Um, That totally threw me off. What were you... Oh, oh our sorry. corporate partners. Our corporate partners. Yes. yes. Do you know... What Fundera does, Christina? <laughs> they loan money. They loan money. They don't loan personal funds. Like if you say, ah. Uh, well, they help you find the people to Me loan and Alex want to go out for a dinner. <laughs> you know, could Fundera throw us 500 bucks? No, they won't. Uh, you try, actually should try that. I should try. Hey, Meredith. Oh, gee, you hit Meredith up. Hey, me and Alex want to go on this great date. Um, no, but they do. They loan money for small businesses. Yeah. And if you have a small business that needs money, maybe you're buying some of the promotional products from Kirby Hasselman. And you're like, this guy delivered so much joy. I'm sticking with him for 20 years. Meredith at Fundera will find you the funds to buy mm-hmm. those T-shirts and mugs or whatever the products are. By the way, mugs are very effective. That's one of our... T-shirts and mugs are the t-shirts two big and mugs. ones. And fly swatters. Really? All right. There's also Fundbox. Mm-hmm. What do they do? If I have a client that isn't paying me right away and oh I need gosh. it. That's not joyful. I know. They release the funds to me, which yes. is joyful. Yes. And then when my client pays me back, I just give it back to them with a small little service fee. Yeah, that's what fun that's nice. what Fundbox does. Fundbox is the definition of joy. You let you snap your fingers and they <laughs> deliver money to you. Mm-hmm. That's the definition of joy. And then Chris Nextiva. Oh my. Nextiva is Nextiva, a voice man. over IP phone system. That's right. All the features of the biggest and best business phone systems, but it's all voice over IP. It, it's so many features. It's, we can't even talk about them. There's so many. And the customer service of Nextiva has been just great. You've been with them for how many years? Uh, I think... I think at least eight years now. I listen. Last episode, I'm like, I think it's five. I think it's two. <laughs> You're like, it's thirteen. At a certain point, it's like my it's like my marriage. My wife says, "How long have you been married?" I'm like, somewhere between twenty years and four. Like somewhere between. It's hard to remember because it's all been so good. It's mm-hmm. a blur. And nice. uh, you can step any ringtone, Chris. Do you want to hear my ringtone? Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, that's my ring- <laughs> any ringtone you want. Oh my god, nice. So, Gets you right in the mood. <laughs> yeah, that's right only when Ron feels. calls me up. Like you can actually do caller ID. So when Ron calls, it's that <laughs> one. 
because I know he's gonna, he's gonna bitch and moan me out. So I want to enter in a good mood. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's a tough guy. All right, Obi-Wan. and the last company, but certainly not least, is uh, who the hell is Receiving. it? Receiving. Oh, Receiving. <laughs> Receiving. You know, <laughs> let me talk about Receiving. Yeah. They're on my iPhone. Uh, someone here has an Android. They have Receipt Bank. I think Ron also has an iPhone. And um, when you go and you ex- have a expense, any type, a business expense, personal expense, you scan it in. Like, I don't care if you have a receipt, you just scan it. It then syncs it up and says, oh, that was a business expense. And it ties into the actual transaction at your bank. Right. And when it finds that there's no transactions, it gives you a red flag uh, that matches to it. It's a great way of categorizing your receipts. Keeping them permanently recorded. God forbid you ever have an audit or you got to produce it for clients. Sometimes right. they need receipts. It's all recorded and it identifies when there is something out of sync that a transaction happens happens and there is no receipt. And so. it helps us for a budget, especially for events. If yes. we want to know exactly how much we spent on certain things like Go giveaways, ahead. we're like, how much did we spend last year? Oh, wait, I know. I know. It's in receipt <laughs> wow. bank. Yeah. And then Christine's Andy. like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You had to go to lunch three times to make this decision, Mike. Oh, he gets all pissed at me. And then she hits me with the fly spotter. I do. I'm pretty hard on him. You're pretty wow. tough. You're pretty, I like that. I like that. You know. That's your job, by the way. Um all right, Chris, what'd you learn, bro? We gotta take away. See, this part of the show always feels like a game show to me. Okay, now it's what time to think about Sorry, wrong answer, zap him. What did we learn today? Yeah. Well, I have to- a lot written down here. You know, one of the words that struck me the hardest was frictionless you know when you can make make these processes of business frictionless for your customer or for your prospect people love that people don't want friction people have enough friction in their lives already from every freaking angle they can think of if you can make things frictionless for a prospect or your customer for your account management People love that. That's joy. That's when they stand back and say, you know what? This has been a pleasure working with you. And they really mean it, right? Yeah. You, you supersede. You, that is great, man. I think that might be the best tip of the day yeah. already. What was your takeaway? Um, when he said that 69% of customers leave because they think that you don't care. Oh. And there's a reason why we call our whole organization and all of our members, we call it us a family. Right. Because they feel, they truly feel the love that not only we have in the office, but the love that we have for them and that how much we want them to succeed. There's a reason why at our events we go bowling, we do right, special right. things because we want everyone to feel as important as they are. Yeah. Damn, now that's my favorite tip. <laughs> so mine's going to suck. Mine's going to suck. I wrote down uh, when Kirby said profit equals retention. And what delivering joy does, it, it tracks new clients too, but it absolutely keeps your existing clients. And that's where the profit's at. Mm. Too many people are going for the quick strike. Oh, I need to land the big deal today. I need to launch something huge. I need to make money now. And it's always this now mentality and it's how much can you take now? Mm. And he said, no, no, no. That's it's actually the opposite. It's how much trust can you earn? How well can you cater to your client now and retain them? And profit comes over time consistently. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Love that. There it is. That deserves one of these. (laughs) God, right in the face, dude. I'm just picturing our bowling event. I love that. (laughs) That was great. And I'll tell you one thing. You can have activities that are fun and inexpensive you know that bowling we had, we had 15 20 people there yeah we got like four lanes we got four pizza lanes. and soda and 192 dollars. yeah and i included the stinky rent shoes <laughs> oh that's like, i mean what a deal it's so funny like i think the greatest joy is in experiential stuff absolutely we could have spent a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars uh providing gifts or going to a nice dinner, which is a nice experience. But this event 
had so much interactivity and it didn't cost much and people were highlighting that bowling event. Yeah, creating memories. I think joy can be created in so many ways that mm-hmm. we just need to have the courage to explore what's what's not typical. Yeah. And then do something like that. There you go. So I know you've enjoyed this episode, Mr. or Mrs. Listener. So you can go to <laughs> Bet you did. ProfitFirstPodcast.com. You can actually comment on the post for this episode. Share with mm-hmm. us some of the joy in your business. Maybe a client that was happy or different ways that you provide joy for your clients or do, you know, do work for them and all that. Definitely leave it in the post um, for this episode on ProfitFirstPodcast.com. And we'll be back very soon with another episode. And actually, we just want to really highlight Profit First Professionals on the way out, as we normally do. You know, the last word seems to always go to Profit First Professionals for a reason. I was trying to think of a rhyme for a reason. I couldn't think of it. In the season. Every season. Every season, there's a reason. You know, Chris, I found out from our listeners that the vast majority, that means you listening right now, are doing something else than just listening. Like you're either going for a run right now Go for it. Or driving. Or driving. Or mowing the lawn. Right. Or gar- we had a binge gardener. <laughs> oh, you? No, it was, it was yeah, yeah. Sometimes I listen to our own episodes. Yeah, my me wife- too. Okay, so my wife is like, what are you doing <laughs> listening to your own episodes? Like, are you really that self-infatuated? And I'm like, no, I want to make sure we're doing good stuff. You're Not like, even that. There's so much wonderful like information and guests that you yeah. want to just absorb it all again. And you learn, yeah, you learn a lot more listening. Like, yeah. Oh. And, but I also do critique myself. I'm like, God, I'm an idiot. I'm a <laughs> did totally I really idiot. just sound like yeah, did that? I say that? Did I really say that? <laughs> Is that my voice? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. But there's, I found out from the people that email us and call us and stuff and say, I binge Profit First, profession, uh, Profit First Podcast or I listen to it when I'm doing something. Yeah. So here's my request. Whatever you're doing right now, you have one, two options. Either shout at the top of your lungs, <laughs> I mean, as loud as you can, I love the Profit First Podcast. Nice. Or just stop what you're doing and take your mobile phone out and go to this website. So you, you have two options here. You don't have to do either. <laughs> but you have to do one. Stop running. <laughs> stop driving. Pull over. Pull, <laughs> go on your phone and go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. Yeah. I suggest that's the better choice. You go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. We formed an organization of members throughout the globe. These are accountants, bookkeepers and business experts who have been trained by me by our team to drive you're shaking your head like she's getting into it to drive profitability in your business they know the profit first method fill out the form click on the find button on that website profitfirstprofessionals.com click on the find button fill out the form we want to know some details about you we will introduce you to a profit advisor someone who will drive profitability in your business permanently starting with your next deposit. By the way, these are people you already engage. You already hire an accountant or bookkeeper or a business coach. Why not hire someone that first and foremost is a profit advisor and just also happens to be exceptional at accounting and bookkeeping or business coaching. So come to our site. We'll hook you up and uh, do it now or scream at the top of your lungs. Your choice. Yeah. So there you go. ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. And by the way, when you were just speaking, there's something you said twice. Drive profitability to your business and i mean how relevant is that to your business and life the more profit your business has the more you can live the lifestyle you want to live the more sustainable your business is you can grow you don't need a huge business you just need a profitable business and this is 
these are the experts and resources that Mike and Ron have assembled for all of us to use. It's a tremendous resource. So thank you to our guests, Kirby Hasselman. Thanks, Mike and Christina. Thanks in the background to the Lumberjack and Obi-Ron Kenobi, as usual. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. 102. And holy crap, Christina, I see on the board... I owe 25 push- I owe 50 he push-ups. Get to them. But who gave me another 25 oh, push-ups? Um, Ron, because he didn't know what your big one meant. <laughs> I owe 50 push-ups. I got to go. All right. Make sure you video that, Christina, and put it on the website. Okay. <laughs> All right. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.